Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast, starring me, Dags. Today, we have a powerful episode, and as always, somewhere locked in a basement, Mike or Rez. Hello, Dags. How are you doing? What's going on? Oh, God. What isn't going on? I mean, if you think about it, there's so much going on. There's not going, nothing going on, actually. So we're staring at the basement walls. We're trying to do too many things at the same time just trying to stay busy it's the the dang holiday season dags the dang holiday season is that in vietnam or what hello friends welcome welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created if you're new to this podcast what we are is powerfully pop culture we talk about everything from fast food and fast assistant managers mike rez welcome and to the ogs that have been with us from the beginning welcome back Today we have a powerful episode. Me and assistant manager Micah Rez enjoyed the Netflix series Ripper. We're going to be talking about that. Also, a bunch of other fun stuff. Make sure you follow us on Twitter because we just had another powerful movie giveaway. We're giving away five copies of Breach. This is Bruce Willis's finest role. Brand new movie coming out. We have five copies. We want to give it to you. We want to give it to you good. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. What you're going to do is retweet, comment, and like one of our powerful tweets. We'll have the hashtag Amish Baby Machine Digital in there. We'll have it all set up for you. All you have to do is follow us on Twitter and retweet. Micah Rez, what's the word on the street you've been getting about this powerful giveaway? Like you said, some great buzz. Uh, I think the flock is anticipating our next giveaway here with Breach starring Bruce Willis, the action-packed sci-fi thriller. And uh, it's going to be awesome because five members of the flock will be seeing this movie for free because they're going to own it. And then they can watch it over and over and over and over again. And then they can decide whether or not if this Bruce Willis movie is a Christmas movie or not. Yes, good point. Powerful movie, Breach. You're going to want to check it out. You're going to want to follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. Also make sure you follow us on Instagram, Amish Baby Machine. Like our Facebook page. And we do have a powerful YouTube channel. Last video up is a powerful YouTube video of starring me. It's powerful. You're going to want to enjoy it. It's where I attempt to eat eight packages of ramen noodles. <laughs> you didn't even have to run a marathon after. Oh, it's just I mean, powerful. You just did it. I was just, that was I, sweet. Well, I don't know if I did it. You got to watch it. I well, I just, to do it. I just mean you yes. attempt to do it. That's yes. what I mean. I may or may I not have eaten eight packages of powerful ramen noodles. They may or may not have been chicken. Chicken flavor. What's your favorite flavor of ramen noodles, Mike Yeah, I, I like the chicken, but I, as you say that and as I say it, so I like chicken ramen, chicken fried rice, chicken egg rolls, 
I like chicken tenders. And you've been called chicken chicken before too. Oh, hell yeah. Assistant manager chicken. Yes. Powerful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, chicken flavor, chicken's a good flavor. Is chicken your go-to flavor or are you more of a beef or pork guy? Well, my nickname has been beef before, but I do enjoy chicken. I will say, you know, generally chicken, beef, and then pork. In that order? Yes, in that powerful order, chicken, beef, pork. Ooh, I think I'm chicken, pork, beef. Whoa. Uh, But if if you give me a, a choice between a grilled chicken breast and a nice juicy steak, I'm taking the steak every time, though. Well, let me tell you about chicken. Here's the deal. For chicken to be good, it has to be the dark meat, and it has to be roasted to bring out the powerful flavors. Because nothing is more bland, more blah, than just plain chicken breast. Bland blah? Yes, plain blah chicken breast. You know, everyone tries to get healthy and takes the skin off and doesn't use those stupid air fryers. (laughs) You know what I think should be done with air fryers? They should be cooked in an instant pot. Oh, an instant pot air fryer? Yes. I was just speaking with the fans of Flock of Amish on Twitter, at Amish Bean Machine. You're going to need to follow us there immediately. I simply said that pizza rolls need to be cooked in an oven and Pop-Tarts need to be cooked in a toaster. That's it. Oh, that's crazy. Why yes. would you? Okay. So we've got to break that down just a little bit. Yes. So Pop-Tarts in a toaster oven. Yes, because they're called Pop-Tarts. They pop up when they're done on the toaster setting. Ooh, that's, yes. uh, that's interesting. Yes. yes. Have you ever had, well, you've had pizza rolls in the oven, right? Oh, yes. Have you I had have. them in the microwave? I have. That's generally how I eat them now because it's usually a, a dinner of choice at work. I'll stop at the store and grab a box and then head to work. And they're not as good as in the oven. You know what I'm going to need you to do? To have your workers, your the boss, whatever you want to call it, install an oven for you in your break room. I like that. Although, you know what we have? We have one of those pizzazz pizza rotating ovens. Uh, I bet I could throw those on there. I don't it think it's a rotating like oven. I think it's a hot thing, isn't it? Just a hairdryer? Well, the one we have is it's is it the, is coils. It the, is it the aluminum one? Or, I mean, the stainless steel one where the pizza goes entirely into the oven? Or is it the one with the just the... Just got the paint gun remover on there and it just spins around. Yep. It just spins around. It's got the coil on the top and a coil on the bottom. And you can turn either the top on or just the bottom on, or you can turn both of them on. No. I bet the. Uh, that doesn't turn bet- me on, Mike Rez. Whoa. What I'm going to need you to do is to have an Adobe brick oven installed in your break room. All right. No, or or I'll, some uh, cool. Put the work order in. Or some cool oven that was made in Pompeii or something. Yeah, I'm just thinking kind of, we need to bring in some clay and brick. Yeah, it's just it needs it needs volcanic ash on the bottom of your pizza to make it taste delicious. What is the deal with? There's a restaurant near here by uh, by my basement that I'm sitting in, and they and a couple other establishments around here. If you order food from them and you take it home, so it's like a five ten minute drive depending on where you go. You bring it home and it's still lava hot in the middle why are they doing that to us what do you mean why like are they that. doing that you wish it was ice cold in the middle or i'm confused well not ice cold but it's got to be a comfortable temperature to take a bite out of i mean what what enjoyment if you're bringing like a fork full of food up to your mouth and now all of a sudden your mouth is just burning and that layer of skin is falling off <laughs> oh my I mean, god that's not, that's not enjoyable that's hot that's too hot 
What type of food is this? What are you eating? I'm confused. Um, interesting. Well, <laughs> the the one today was uh, funny enough chicken fried rice. I bought it at an establishment that makes chicken fried rice, and I bit into it, and it was so hot that I couldn't enjoy. I had to choke down that bite because I'm not going to spit out my food in front of Mrs. Assistant Manager, and it burned all the way down. It was painful. Now, why wouldn't you spit out the food in front of her? Because you know, you just gotta you gotta stay, you know, manly. Now, let me ask you this. Does Mrs. Mike Raz wear the pants in the family? Yes, but she lets me take them off once in a while. Really? Yeah. Do you own Zubas? Well, yeah. Who doesn't own Zubas? Nice Minnesota company. Yes. So you have Viking Zubas, or what do you have? More of a bluish, like a, like the blue-gray stripes. Not, uh, no, no sports team themed. I should get some purple ones. I wonder, are they still available again? I know they came back out, but are they still around? You're going to need to look for them. Oh, man. I'm going to get some Viking-themed Zubas. That's it. Now, I am a thrift store master. Do you want me to go look for you a pair of pants for you? Do you want me to look for some Zubas? If you can find them at the thrift store, I'm going to look them up right now and see if they're available brand new first. So I made a powerful journey to the thrift store. And if you follow uh-huh. on me, Amish Baby Machine on Instagram or Twitter, you will see the powerful finds. I just picked up another Hulk. We're up to two Hulk figures, Mike Rez. Yeah, why are you buying so many Hulks? I don't know. I just, I'm in a Hulk mood. <laughs> I'm just, uh, we need to smash it. Nice. Yeah, make sure you smash our like button on Twitter, by the way. Picked up a couple of Hulks. Also, I picked up a powerfully Art Deco globe. Now, you saw that on Instagram and Twitter. I, what did I you think? I did see that. Uh, that was a very powerful globe. It would be uh, a great addition to any type of, like you said, Art Deco or modern design. Uh, living quarters, I think. Yes, it's beautiful. It was. It was very nice. It's kind of a silver, bluish, pewter, brushed nickel kind of look to it. I didn't see what countries were in it, though. I, I was going to say, we're going to have to find out how old it is by, yeah. many, by which countries are on it. Yeah, you always look at like Africa or, or you know, where else? Like Czechoslovakia, the Czech Republic and all that. Who knows? I got to see when it was made, though. But it's powerfully beautiful. If you want to see what it looks like, check us out on Twitter, at Amish Bee Machine, or follow us on Instagram. I like going to the thrift store. You got to go during the week because it's all picked through by the weekend. <laughs> Get the new stock every every time. Yeah, I got a lot of cool, uh, I've gotten a lot of cool Marvel posters and stuff. I also have a some powerful, beautiful scene. I'm looking at it right now in the barn of a nice farmhouse and a barn. And a nice, lovely Amish family riding up the road. And I will feature that tonight, today, on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you follow us there. Twitter Twitter at Amish Baby Machine. And then just type in Amish Baby Machine everywhere else and it'll show up. While while we were talking about your your powerful globe, I did look up. So Zubas is around. It has obviously probably been sold to a bigger corporation or company, but they do have brand new purple and gold zebra pants for $19.99. Probably going to have to buy some of those. Are they, where are they made, Mike Rez? Are they made in America? Been a lot of shenanigans going on in the world. Are you familiar with the SolarWinds massive cyber attack? Yes, I am. I am aware of that. Do you think that maybe if we bought some Zubas, we might be attacked by 
by the Russians in what? this one? Well, I, you know, is it the Russians? Is it the Chinese? It's all disinformation, misinformation. I bet you it's know, a combination of both. You don't know what to believe. No. Is it uh, the... Zubas are made in America, by the way. Oh, perfect. Go ahead, buy them. Yep. And speaking of merch, make sure you check out our merch, Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast merch, the most powerful merch ever created. Go to AmishBabyMachine.com or ubiquitous Twitter at Amish B Machine. I have powerful links there, powerful designs there, hoodies, stickers, mugs, t-shirts. We have all your powerful gift-giving needs. Whatever needs you have, we're going to fulfill your needs with our powerful merch. Check it out. Now, Mike Rez, I was talking about that powerful hack. Yeah. So what are we supposed to do? You know, they always want us to change our password, but these massive servers are getting attacked. What are your thoughts on that, Mike Rez? I don't think it matters if you change your password or not, because uh, whatever you change your password to, that same place is going to get hacked again, and then you're going to have to change it again. Uh, before you know it, they're going to have every combination of words available anyway. So I don't think you're going to... I honestly... I Have you ever changed your password when somebody says to change your password because they've been hacked? I powerfully have powerful passwords. I encrypt everything. So I do. Nice. But the thing is, you know, with a VPN, you use a VPN, right? They want you I to. I do not, know. Yeah, they want yeah, you to. They want I you don't. to, right? Yep. So, of course, I do. But you use it, and then you can't access anything. Like, I go to a website, and they go, oh, I see you got this on. I see you have a blocker on. So, I don't know. <laughs> have you come across that? Not recently, no. Oh, God. Uh, but your P- I, your PC, I don't use a VPN. Your, your so. PC is probably just riddled with fungus, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that and other things, It's yes. just got viruses and fungus growing in it. Yeah, it's going to need some eardrops. And, yes. And it's got Powerful. athletes. Athlete's yes. laptop is what I have. Yes. So, <laughs> so yeah, athlete's foot, jock itch. So if Ooh, you have, that's my favorite. Yeah, itch. if you if you have fungus on you, you're an athlete. That's basically what it is. <laughs> right. So, so yeah, I can't access anything. And then I find it ironic the company was Solar Winds. And what are Solar Winds, Micro Res? Uh, dangerous from the sun. Yes, powerful from Corona. Not right. my, my, my corona. Discharges particles being hurled at Earth, Van Allen belts. And what do we get out of it? Northern Lights. And I find it ironic that just recently they said we're going to be able to see the Northern Lights, right? Yeah, and then this breach. And then this massive attack. Coincidence? Yep. Yeah, I think not. Yes. That's why yeah, the that... entire barn is covered in a Faraday cage. <laughs> we talk about that. We do. We talk about it a lot. Yes. Massive solar winds, massive. Eruption from the corona is going to destroy everything. Except for the barn. The barn's going to be standing. Yes. And then everyone will want to record a podcast in it. You know, you know, they always say after a powerful nuclear attack that the only thing living would be cockroaches. And Twinkies. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if it'll yeah. destroy the fungus in your computer. The powerful Ooh, EMP. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> maybe, you should, maybe you should just let it get attacked. Yeah, it's pretty itchy. You might want to, might want to take care of that with some uh, with some radiation like that. Jeez Louise. I That'll do be have, the next step. Yes. So, yeah, I'm really getting tired of these cyber attacks. And why don't they it, go, go after them? I mean, it's because it's so, there's so much going on, more than BCI, more than behind the scenes stuff, you know? Right. They always go, oh, it's Russia, it's China, well, something's going on. Somebody knows something that 
isn't saying anything. Yeah, like the cyber cafe is just fry them, you know. But it's all it's just whatever. We're screwed. But on good yeah. <laughs> good news though, uh, Pepsi is coming out with a, <laughs> a powerful segue here. <laughs> Pepsi is coming out with a delicious new beverage. Have you heard of that, Mike Riz? No, what are they? What it's are gonna they be, coming up? It's with? gonna be Cocoa Cola. No. Hot really? chocolate cola. What do you think? Gross. I don't I don't I don't think that's uh, very good at all. That sounds disgusting. You don't think you would like it? Choc no chocolate flavored soda. Have no, you had I, like Yoohoo? What was I have, but what what was that that there was a an old soda that was chocolate flavored. It was really gross. I tried it once or twice. It was not very good. I can't remember the name of it. I'm going to have to look it up, see if I can find it. But Yeah, look that up. I'm curious. I don't think that's a very good idea at all. Are you going to try it? Of course. I have to. Well, we're going to do it for the, the YouTube channel for sure. Yes. Do it all for the ABM. <laughs> Powerful. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to try Oh, here it is. It is Canfield's Diet Chocolate Fudge Soda. Yes. That was it. Classic. That was you didn't, disgusting. You didn't like it. No, it's probably because it was diet and I was a kid at the time. Yeah. Well, nothing diet's good. I mean, so, yeah. no matter what they well, put in there. Yeah, it was. that's gross. I'm looking at one of the pictures, the marketing pictures that Pepsi put out for this. And it, it's a, a can of Pepsi, and they poured this drink into a what's supposed to look like a coffee mug or something. And it's got marshmallows sitting around it. I mean, that just doesn't look appetizing at all. You know, it looked really gross, and you can check it out on our powerful YouTube video. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, hit that notification bell. Powerful video about me enjoying roasted, toasted coconut juice with big chunks of coconut in it. Yeah, that actually looked kind of good, though. No, it's it. I think if you, the chunks is what, you know, made it seem nasty but if you like coconut that shit was awesome yeah coconut's not a bad flavor so i want a really good carbonated coconut beverage yeah i'm with you let's do it i'm i want the coconut beverage. maybe they should have done pepsi coca nut cola yes i think it's so that weird too better. that they always have to do regional flavors you know apparently right. we're all the same everyone's the same people are people um you know Pesh Alamode says, but why, you know, over somewhere they'll do a coconut flavor. They won't do, the, do that here. They'll do an, you know, an apple flavor somewhere. You know, like the Mexican pop was apple and this was uh, Asian was coconut. Why can't it be yeah. the same flavors everywhere? It's a good question. Tell I don't me, know why Chris. they do that. Because it, it's like the McDonald's in China and Japan have a different menu than the McDonald's here. Yeah. Like I think don't, doesn't like the, Japanese McDonald's have like squid pizza or something on their menu, something weird like that. Yeah. But we, we don't get that here. No, but at the same time, um, Americans love to try new restaurants and they're always trying, you know, Indian food or whatever, you know, whatever the hottest right. thing is. Yep. That's true. Yeah. I don't know why they do that. It's weird. I'm looking at the, the Pepsi, Pepsi uh, unleashed a apple pie drink. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, before Thanksgiving. I didn't hear about that. Did you hear about that? No. I bet you that would have tasted good. By the way, you're bringing up the apple soda. Apple yes. soda is actually pretty good. Yeah, that uh, the one the one I got at the dollar store was delicious. 
there's a big giant bottle of it for a dollar. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And that Japanese soda, I paid a ton for it, and that was six ounces in that little bottle. <laughs> that's that's crazy. There's a Japanese coffee infused beer at one of the local uh, liquor stores around uh, the basement here, and it's like fifteen dollars a bottle for a twelve ounce bottle. Whoa! Yeah, it's like that, those import fees from Japan are pretty high, I guess. Yeah, I get the, I get the fees, but you know I don't know Americans like the massive portions or whatever. But six ounces of a beverage is not enough. No, that's like one drink, one gulp, and it's done. Yes, and it's you need at least two gulps. And it's an illusion too, because it's in that bottle, you know. So they neck it up, and they got the little marble in there, so it seems bigger <laughs> than it is. Right. But it's all about the marketing and the uh, the design of the bottle itself. Uh, that's why. Uh, soda companies, their their bottles change every few years because they want to keep it fresh and new. It's the same product inside, but they can get people to buy their product based on shape and size of bottles. Yeah, I, rem- I remember one time I was, there. that's cool, I remember one time I was at the mall when I was a kid and they would give you 10 bucks if you do some market research. And I went through all these Coke designs. They said, do you like this bottle better or this bottle? This bottle? Isn't that cool? <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of it's funny how that that plays on your mind. You know, it's like, you know, it's the same product, but you're but you are like, holy crap! Look at they changed that bottle design. I'm buying this one. And it had it started when they went from glass to plastic because now you can mold plastic into anything a lot easier than you could make glass into anything. Because it when they when we had glass bottles for soda, it was all just the generic shape. You know, everything was pretty much the same size or the same shape, and now. You got, you know, you know, a Coke bottle you well, know, the, next to a Pepsi Coke, bottle. The, if they... the, well, the Coke bottle has that sexy shape to it. Oh, yeah. Smooth lines. Yes. Powerful curves. Bumps. I love green rip. green glass, too. Yeah. And Pepsi's ripped. So. Yes. Powerful. Powerful beverage talk. So you will not enjoy the Coca-Cola. I mean, the <laughs> Pepsi <laughs> chocolate soda. The Pepsi Coca Cola. Yes, no, I'm. They're gonna get sued. I'm looking forward to it. Are you? Yeah, you can. You try it. And you tell us what it's like. I. Uh, I'm not gonna. Well, maybe I'll try it. We'll see. I think I'm talking myself into it. Really, is what I'm trying. What I'm doing. Yes. Because it is kind of curious. Now, when I was a young assistant manager, uh, I had a a grandfather. Who was head of? Who was the vice president of sales for Pepsi here in Minnesota? Whoa! And when Slice came out, we got every flavor that they were attempting to sell. All the ones that went to all the focus groups, and so we got to try. They, there was an Apple Slice that was available for probably two weeks to to this region, and then they stopped selling it around here. But uh, yeah, we got to try all of them. There was grape, cherry, orange, lemon, lime, apple, and I think I can't remember what the other one was. Uh, but the only ones that actually hit the market uh, across the country was the lemon, lime, and the orange slice, and that was it. The focus groups didn't like the rest of them, so none of them actually made it out. Yeah, it's kind of weird on those weird flavors. They always talk about acquired tastes, but they don't. They don't want to spend any money or potentially lose money to have someone acquire that taste. 
Right. It's yeah. Kind, it's kind it's, of like movies now or music. They're not going to go with anything new. They're just going to go with the sequels and the prequels. Right. Which is probably why synthwave is actually getting bigger because it's the old 80s new wave sound. Are you listening to any uh, new music? Nothing new yet. Although uh, locally here, Galaxy 80 is going to be releasing some music soon. So, uh, oh, and I think Albatross has released some. He's more of a chill wave. Uh, artist from here in Minnesota. Uh, so check that out. But uh, Galaxy 80's new one is coming out uh, the next month or so, I think. And that's actually going to be released on CD, digital, vinyl, and mini disc. Oh, do cool. A limited run of mini disc. Yes. Mini disc. Uh, so I'm excited to get uh, my hands on some vinyl. I don't have a mini disc player, so I'm not going to get Well, you're going to need to get one, Mike Rez. And if Where you, do you find them? We'll get you one. Don't worry. I'll find it at the thrift store. And if you are a local musician, national musician, international, intergalactic, or universal musician, artist, contact us, AmishBabyMachine at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at AmishBMachine. We would love to enjoy your music, feature it. Something we do, and we want to give it to the fans of Flock of Amish. Mike Arez, on your other podcast, you featured some local music, right, from the great state of Minnesota? Yeah, it's uh, local music focused. I, I just had a new episode came out last week, um, and I talked to our friend Gradient again. Uh, this is a second interview I've done with Robin, and uh, he's been doing a lot of things since he released his latest album, so we wanted to catch up with him and talk about it. Um, in the interview, uh, he references that he did the Def Leppard hysteria type of uh, approach to this, where he's he released a couple singles before the release of the album, released the album, and ever since then he's been releasing all of the other tracks on that album as singles uh, here and there. I think he just released the last one uh, last week or the week before. So we talk about that uh, and about some of the other stuff he's got going on, all of his live streams that you can catch on. I think five different platforms is what he said he was streaming to at once. So he's been busy and uh, he's getting ready to gear up for the next album, which is going to have a totally different sound than the first two albums that he released, he said. Excellent work, Mike Rez, assistant manager Mike Rez. Now, speaking of Thank music, you. we have our powerful song of the day today. Yes. What is that song, Mike Rez? Today, the song of the day is by a little-known Canadian rock band. Indie uh, Trio. Indie Trio. Uh, by their name is Rush. And the song of the day that we're talking about is their song, Force 10. Powerful song. Now let me ask you this, Mike Rez, before I sent that powerful video to you, have you heard that song before? No. But if it's not Tom Sawyer, I haven't heard of any other song from Rush. <laughs> Well, they had a follow-up, Huck Finn, and it didn't do very well. Now, tell oh, me your first bad. thoughts on Forest 10. Uh, it was uh, interesting. Um, it sounds like there's a lot going on, if I remember correctly. Um, like, in the beginning, right, there's a lot, of, a lot of sounds happening in that one, or am I misremembering and have I listened to too much music this week? Wow. It was, so what you're saying, it was unforgettable. Right, right, exactly, exactly. It's you know like I'm not I'm not a huge Rush fan I got to tell you. Oh, shame. 
shame. I don't know what it is. It's not one of those. It's trendy to say you don't like Rush. I just have never. I just never really got into Rush. Yeah, that's about it. You I need. Mean, I I'm probably hurting your feelings. I think. Well, you need RIT, Rush, Immersion Therapy. I just came up oh. with that. <laughs> powerful, powerful yes. therapy. It's a powerful song. Starts out with heavenly voices, and then powerful drums. <laughs> Powerful industrial, almost like a Thor beating his hammer. What do you call <laughs> Thor's hammer again? How do you pronounce uh, that, Mike Riz? Uh I pronounce it fumlogen. Uh, margarine is how it's pronounced, Mike oh, Riz. Margarine. 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 Uh, yes. Margarine the hammer. All right. Tell us some facts, some fun facts about powerful song of the day, Forest 10 by Rush. I can do that. So it was the uh, last single released promotional single for the album that it was on and it's on hold your fire and all rush fans know that um it was also the last song written uh, for that album it reached number three on the billboard mainstream rock tracks chart as uh billboard has a different chart for everything it seemed or it seems uh, they still do um, according to neil pert the song describes the storms of life using storm level in the bale fort wind scale as an analogy do you get that do you do you feel the wind speaking of yes winds? well what i can tell you is i remember it in concert and the powerful animation behind neil pert neil peart if you will on the drum kit yeah, the powerful tornado and oh it's just powerful animation <laughs> it just brings back memories and that Powerful industrial echoing drum. It's a great song. You're going to need to enjoy it. Horse 10 by Rush. And I'm going to need you, Mike Arez, to enjoy it again. What did you hear it on? I heard it on, it, would, it was the, uh, the YouTube. Yes, but what, what, I heard it. what kind of speakers? Oh, it was on my iPhone. So the, well, yeah, you the deserve to, yeah, you deserve to be beaten. Yeah. <laughs> because music, here's the thing with music. It's much like my rants on the movie theater. Music was designed to be played on big, powerful speakers. At a minimum, 12-inch woofers. Woof. Whoa. Yes. And I'm going to need Oof. to see, see some nice tweeters, too. Yes. yes. Some more uh, fun facts on Force 10. Uh, it was written in three hours on December 14, 1986. Yes. Just in case you need to know He put his hand right. down and God just guided him. Right, that's exactly what it says here. It's my goodness. How did you know that? So because I know. Right. Here, here's some some other fun facts for you about uh, Force Ten. It was composed in A minor, and then it changes to the A major scale. I yes, mean, that's pretty obvious, Mike Riz. Right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. At least you, you knew that. I mean, you get that right away within the first thirty seconds. You're like, holy crap, that was awesome. So tough times demand tough talk. Oh, yeah, that's a great song. I'm going to need right. you guys I'll, to enjoy that. Force 10 by Rush. Should I listen to the whole album? How How's the rest of that album? Well, conceptually, usually Rush is, it's about the album experience, the deep uh-huh. cuts. Do you, ha- you don't have any vinyl, do you? I do have vinyl. I don't own any you do. Rush vinyl. Yes. So, so would you do, would, would you do me a solid? What was, what would that be? I will buy you the album. Okay. What do you? What do you play the turntable through? What is it? Uh, the turntable has uh, 
two speakers built into it. Those are that's the uh, my uh, turntable audio experience. I have no my turntable is so old I don't have any auxiliary outputs to plug into a a receiver or anything. I may beat you. I'm just saying that right now. <laughs> well, I'm going to get you a Rush album, and we're going to go All from right. there. I got to tell you, my my our turntable does a pretty good job because it's got uh, you know uh, my uh, Gordon Lightfoot collection sounds great through it. And, I mean, does uh, it have bass and the whole deal, uh, or, is it, or is it tinny sounding? It's a little tinny sounding, but I, that, I mean that's the way turntables were meant to be heard. No, they're meant so. to be powerful woofers, like I just told you that. <laughs> Oh, so I'll, gonna, I will get you. I will get you moving pictures by Rush. You're gonna put the needle on the record. You're gonna put the needle on the record when the drum beat goes like this. You're gonna put the needle on the record. You're gonna play it through one side, flip it over, play the other side. Oh. All right, I'm good at the flipping over part. Yep, yeah. and you're gonna need to have your favorite beer, and then maybe some ambient video you could watch. Ooh, should there be flashing lights? No, I don't want you to go into shock or anything, have any okay. seizures or anything. Yeah, we don't want that. What would your favorite ambient video be, Micah Rez? Do you remember before, in the 80s, before the, the movies would start or before the previews would start, they would show like like a lava lamp type? Yes, um, I know exactly what you're talking image. about. That's, they would actually, that was actually physically. It a was, lava lamp? Yeah, they would actually shoot through oil. <laughs> effect it was actual practical effect nice well that's yes. what i want to watch i haven't seen that since the 80s and i always enjoyed that part for some reason okay so we're gonna have you watch that yeah. enjoy some beer and you're gonna watch it and we're not gonna have mikey raz knocking the day man i need help <laughs> it's gonna be complete immersion all right and i'm gonna need uh Maybe you can do uh, live updates on Twitter at Amish B Machine. <laughs> live tweet my Rush yes, yes. album experience. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we can film the whole thing. How's that? We. Oh, I think that would be something everyone would want to see. I would want to see it. The live tweeting, for sure. We, yes. I could totally like give real-time reviews on every song yeah. on the album. Yep. So, Micah Rez, you're going to need to enjoy moving pictures, the entire album. Just You can't stop. you got to start on the one side and just play it through. Now we're going right. to need to hear your powerful thoughts. I think I can do that. Now, do I have to be drinking one of those Pepsi Coca Colas while I do it? You have to be in some, <laughs> you have to be in some <laughs> sort of altered states, Mike Rez. All right. So, so beer, I, don't, I don't care what it is. If beer you... and then <laughs> rush. Yes. Beer and rush. How's that? Sounds good. What do they call uh, Rush fans? Like, is there like a a special name for them? God, like R Rushettes or, or Rushheads or? That's a good question. I should probably know, right? You should probably know because obviously you're not one. If there is a name. Oh my god! How thick is your door? Because I'm gonna <laughs> kick that fucker right in. Yankee out of your basement through your egress window. Oh man, I'm gonna set up my fungus infested laptop in front of me so you can't uh, touch powerful. it. Yep. <laughs> powerful segue alert. <laughs> me and Micah Rez enjoyed a show on Netflix, Ripper. Now tell the fans Ripper. of Flock of Amish about Ripper, Micah Rez. All right. So the Ripper is a four part, so just four episodes 
on Netflix. It's another true crime docu-series uh, that we watched. And it's about somebody, a person, who goes around and mur- or went around, I should say, because it's a true story, from 1975 to 1980, murdered 13 women uh, in the West Yorkshire and Manchester area of England. Um, and mostly uh, prostitutes uh, were his victims. Um, and what they do in the series is they talk to the investigators, the journalists, some survivors, because he wasn't very good at what he did, and also some family members of the victims. Now, the first episode, they interview uh, a guy who was, I think he was like four or five years old when his mom was murdered. Um, and he talks, actually, he hears quite a bit of the information uh, and the details about uh, what it was like for them when they knew uh, her, his mom liked to go out. And uh, obviously, he didn't know this at the time, but she was going out uh, and, and being a, a prostitute. And, uh, and I think he said at like five in the morning, one of his sisters woke him up and said that their mom hadn't been home yet. So they went out to go look for her at five in the morning in the pitch dark. Uh, to go see if they could find her. And they didn't find her, obviously, but somebody did uh, the next day. And she was only, what I think they said, 150 yards away from their house. So it was very possible that uh, her kids could have found her body when they went out looking. But thank God they didn't. Uh, But it just goes through the terror in the neighborhoods that this guy was murdering people in. And they called him the Ripper or the Yorkshire Ripper uh, because a lot of his victims and a lot of the murders were like jack the ripper style murders so and of course the the press had to give him a cool name so they could keep selling newspapers uh, that's pretty much the the gist of it like i said it's only four episodes so it's not very long lots of lots of british accents in this one it's tough to watch when they show the children too isn't it yes because yes, it is. Because a lot of, you know, everyone loves true crime. I, I don't actually get the whole true crime thing. I mean, I guess I understand a little bit the fascination, but to me it's so depressing. And then, you know, they show the pictures of the of the poor uh, victims, and then they interview the kids, and it's just heartbreaking. So it's kind of hard to watch. And also, they all kind of blend into each other, which is sad, too. Yeah, they uh, I think they go through five or six victims in the first episode. And it's hard to keep track of who's who after the second or third victim. Yes. And then you worry about glorifying the person that did that. Correct. And then you talk about predators or, you know, apex predators. They always talk about predators. Well, what, what do predators do? They pick on the, the young and the sick. It's some thing in nature. I don't know what it is. You know, people like the predators and the whole prey thing. And I don't know. To me, those true crime. I like mysteries. Mysteries is one thing, I think. Where I just I just feel bad. I don't want to take advantage of the victims. That's I guess that's the only thing I don't like about true crime. It's you got to sure. be really careful. We've done podcasts about mysteries, and those those to me are more interesting. You know, like missing flights and. But as far as true crime, you know, it's just some you know piece of shit person taking advantage of people that you know, don't pay attention to, you know, prostitutes and the poor. And so what, what did you think? What what kind of rating are you going to give it? This is going to get kind of a low one. This is a, a two and a half, maybe three buggy wheels at best. I didn't finish the series and I probably won't finish the series. It just doesn't 
keep you excited or motivated to keep watching actually so it's just um it's for me it's not because it's it's tough to see the pictures and, and the interviews it's just boring to me um and i just didn't get into it maybe it's because like you said you're not into true crime really i'm not really into true crime so um maybe that's just boring. what are your thoughts on mysteries and the unexplained I like those a lot better, especially if there's like a paranormal yes. aspect to it yes. or like a UFO yes. type, just something that you can't explain. Yes. Uh, that's what I like more. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what rating would you give us? I would give it, it, it's very popular, obviously, and so is true crime. But for me, I would give it, it wasn't bad. I would give it a three. Nice. You know, I like how on, on Netflix, it'll tell you uh, what's popular, like, since we're in the u.s it'll tell you what's popular in the u.s but it keeps it up in real time so last night when i when i sat down to try to watch another episode it was the fourth most popular show in the u.s at 10 p.m last night. the other thing is thank you for that powerful update by the way the other thing <laughs> is it's weird about so anytime you put a camera in front of someone they're going to act or they're they're going to act a certain way it's hard to get a candid response you know so then, right. and, and then they have to flesh in the life of the person, you know, like, let's say they're a, a news reporter or a cop. So you have to, you have to make it entertaining too. It's, if you're into true crime, it's probably great. That's right up your alley if you're into true crime. Yes. And that's obviously that's huge in the podcasting <laughs> world and right. on the Netflix world too. Yeah. Now, would you, uh, how do you think your life would be in a true crime podcast would you be the victim or would you be the suspect well that's funny you said that i did mention on twitter at amish b machine you're gonna need to follow us <laughs> god i'm good at getting those plugs in aren't i <laughs> excellent i mentioned that i didn't want to get killed by a serial killer because then i would be mentioned by uh two chicks drinking wine on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not a lie hashtag facts is what yes. the kids would say <laughs> yes i can't believe um, he said that yeah. <laughs> yeah. You believe he had a podcast yes. too? It yes. was he said it was the most powerful one. Actually when I was watching the whole thing, it made me want to put out a podcast on safety. Oh. <laughs> I'm serious. On 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 personal security. You know, know your surroundings. Yes, yes. Situational awareness. That wouldn't be bad. Nothing good happens after dark. Maybe I'll do that. It sounds like a great name of an album. Actually. Maybe it'll be a powerful YouTube video too. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You could uh, have somebody dressed up in one of those padded foam suits and then you could kick them in the nuts. Oh, yeah. Times. Yeah. What size are oh. you, by the way? <laughs> Giant. <laughs> Giant. <laughs> and I don't think there's enough foam in the world, is what I'm trying to say. All right, Mike Arez, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Mm, I'm going to try a new beer today, the, uh, tonight. So on the next episode, we'll have a. A great review of a local beer that's uh, teaming up with uh, a restaurant, a local restaurant around here. So we'll talk about that. Um, and make sure Flock enter our movie giveaway for Breach. Yes, make sure you enter our powerful movie giveaway for Breach, Bruce Willis's new film. Follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. All you have to do is retweet, like, comment on the powerful tweet, and you will be in the running, in the mix or five copies that we're giving away of Breach. Well, we hope everyone enjoyed this powerful episode tonight. We thank the people that were 
with us from the beginning and all you new listeners, we just ask you one thing. Please tell a friend about our powerful podcast, Word of Mouth Advertising. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else fine podcasts are found. Please support our podcast through Patreon and shop our merch at AmishBabyMachine.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production.